Hello and welcome to Dreamloop Devcast. This week we're talking about some E3 and Game Developers Conference predictions of 2018. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you, hello. Thank you, hello. hello. So E3 begins on June 12th in Los Angeles and GDC on March 19th in San Francisco. That's under two weeks from now. And uh, there's a lot of big titles coming up in E3 as usual, but it's not exactly every time that I'm personally hyped up. And this year it's sounding pretty good to me because there's been mentions of first and foremost Death Stranding <laughs> then from software's new IP, the everybody most likely remembers the Shadows Die Twice thing, which uh, I thought might be have been a Tenchu sequel. And Bethesda is working on Elder Scrolls Six. Wait, did, and, they, uh, did they actually announce that? Yeah, I think they've been as... saying that uh, for a while now. Okay, I guess yeah. I must have missed it then. Woo, one more game to shit on. Or... Or I, no, actually, I think they've said they are working on a game to the Elder Scrolls series. Oh. Yeah, but it's gonna be like a. They did a card game, so it's yeah, gonna be like know, a. Pop, it's, it's, pop, it's high pop time game. for a new. Uh, yeah, it's a battle like royale main. game in, in the Elder Scrolls <laughs> universe. Well, actually, uh, th there is an article on PC Games in uh, site w where they say that. Bethesda's Pete Hines spoke about their current projects at E3 last year, confirming that they had th three titles in the works. Executive producer Todd Howard spoke at the same event, confirming that the Elder Scrolls VI is one of these. Okay. Okay, well Never then it's, it's coming. Hmm. Yeah, but in any way, from the looks of it, Bethesda are actually charging up their candles already, because they just, just announced their E3 showcase to happen two days earlier. And there's most likely going to be info about these uh, three projects. Let's hope for a Doom sequel. Yeah, yeah, I really hope so. I mean, as far as I understand, uh, there's going to be a mobile game, a freemium game, and an Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, <laughs> actual <laughs> game, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, most likely Elder Scrolls Six or a sequel to Doom. And uh, well, these are just some of the games. And uh, are you guys waiting on some specific reveals this year, or are you, or uh, just looking forward to some of the shows of some sp uh, like specific companies? Or I mean, waiting, CG, waiting. CD Projekt Red is gonna be there, so I usually don't really care, but I'm quite curious if they're gonna talk about Cyberpunk, or if they are also gonna make a Battle Royale game with the Witcher <laughs> IP. They did say yeah. that Geralt is gonna be in some other game, but yeah, which might be Soul Calibur Six. Yeah. That or Monster Hunter has been another one. Monster Hunter PC release. Mm -hmm. uh, that has been thrown yeah. around as speculation. Oh. Well, um, I'm, yeah, I'm mainly waiting for the Final Fantasy VII. Some more news from that, so... <laughs> I'm one. sort of uh, expecting Sony and Activision to come out with a Spyro trilogy remaster or remake. Because I think there was just like a day ago, there was some news that... Um, some of the code for a demo of Spyro was uh, not, uh, like seen in the new Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Uh, yeah, and it wouldn't so, be, oh. would make sense if they did something like that. Yeah. It's been so long since we've had a great Spyro game, so that's more than welcome. Even though yeah, they're the same game that we had already had, but uh, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Spyro is one of those games that really... Uh, 
exemplifies PS1 for me. I, I never even played them myself, but they were so popular among my friends w- mm-hmm. and during that time. So I think they really deserve a remaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I guess we can yeah. we yeah. can expect to uh, see what the run of the mill like new Call of Duty, new. Uh, Battlefield, new um, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, new probably. Vifas. No, though actually, I think Ubisoft said that they are uh, not going to make any more of those like once a year franchise games. So they're taking oh. their time with the Assassin's Creed. So I guess there's going to be a one year like that. There's gonna, not going to be an Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, and then next year they're going to come out again. With they are Assassin's Creed. Going pretty, pretty deep. With the new um, Far Cry 2, Far Cry 5, mm-hmm. um, they are doing like, a, just now it's released, they are doing like a level editor that has assets from like all their modern games basically and it's supposed to be pretty oh, robust wow. and stuff like that. So, mm. or that's gonna be like a DLC for the main game or something yeah. like that. But they're part of the season pass, I think. Yeah, 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 something like that. So they are, they are doing something like that. that that's, not, that's not a bad idea, actually. I think. I actually like the idea that they put a level editor into the DLC. Mm. Of course, so, uh, apparently all the Far Cry games, games have had pretty much a level editor, but they haven't been very popular so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. But Ubisoft is, of course, right now on the whole, like, look at us, we're not the bad guys thing. So they are collecting brownie points, which, I mean, it's a nice thing, of course, but... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm buying it quite yet, Mister yeah. Ubisoft. I'm 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 so cynical that uh, it just smells of uh, of uh, like marketing stunts or, but I don't know. Um, acting nice in this industry industry is always nice to yeah, see. Yeah. And, and it's always like, it, admittedly, it gets very cynical when you start criticizing a business for mm-hmm. doing things that make business sense and yeah. are nice. Like, how dare they do nice things that also make money or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess talking about business, one thing we've been talking about in the office a bunch uh, quite recently is the possibility of uh, new consoles coming out. I mean, I mean, it's more than a possibility. It's pretty much been, well, at least there's rumors. But one thing we've been discussing a lot is, uh, for example, will there be some answer to the Switch by the other two big guys, mm. so to speak? And then, of course, there's the new AMD and Intel collaboration, the, the new whatever hybrid processors that have a GPU built in that have pretty neat specs that seem pretty well suited for not only consoles, but also maybe something like the Switch. So it's going to be interesting to see if we're going to hear something along those lines from yeah. Sony or Microsoft. Because either would kind of make sense. Sony, because they already did the PSP and Vita, of course. And they kind of, I mean, handhelds are sort of an Asian, Asian thing. And Microsoft, because they have their whole Play Anywhere thing. And they've been trying really hard to make the Surface a thing and kind of failing at it. But that's what they do. Yeah, I'm just wondering if the Intel AMD thing. I'm, I mean, we we don't know how long they've been in collaboration already, but uh, the the info on that new chip that has the Intel CPU and AMD GPU came out like late last year, so it would be really early if they're using that tech for the new console, like or some sort of handheld. So depending when that console, of course, comes out, mm-hmm. and also it's very much possible that 
because it would be a really big deal. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, AMD already, all the GPUs in the, the new consoles are AMD, mm -hmm. uh, the newest consoles that is. Um, so they might have like some behind the scenes deal already going yeah. on or something like that. We don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. Not saying that it's like a guaranteed thing, but because yeah. I mean, Switch is pretty much printing money right now. Mm. And, <laughs> and yeah. also the whole thing that it has the whole dock thing that apparently pretty much nobody uses. So there's kind of like a kind of market segment there now opened up by Nintendo, so to speak, where you're like, oh, you know, it's it's not really a handheld, it's a real console, but we didn't do the stupid dock thing that you don't want anyway. So it's kind of like... <laughs> I thought the user uh, groups were like 50-50, like people use it, like 50% of the users used it um, tablet in, or they switch in the tablet mode and 50% use it uh, in the dock mode or something like this. I mean, not like I have any real data, but what I've heard is that it's by far the handheld mode is more prevalent. Mm -hmm. And and then I've heard stuff like, for example, the dock scratching the screen that we discussed today, stuff yeah. like that. So, and in general, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's hard to say. Because um, apparently also there's been technical, technical difficulties with the dock mode. Like, yeah, it bumps the clock speed up, but for example, in, in the new Zelda, they also bump up graphical fidelity more than you know the performance increases so actually the game runs worse in the dock yeah. mode in certain yeah. areas stuff like that so oh that's up for the de developer to sort out then. yeah of course yeah. actually um this one thing came to mind about the hardware because um, actually the the um Microsoft and Sony might actually not want to go for the Intel AMD chip. Uh, they probably want to um, still work with AMD, like uh, only with AMD since AMD just came up with the new laptop processors that are also uh, that also have the same Vega chip, like the GPU that would be on the Intel AMD chip. But since AMD would probably be much cheaper than the combination of the two, and AMD's new Ryzen, like second gen Ryzen CPUs, have are actually kicking Intel's laptop CPUs in the ass. Um, <laughs> they probably want to go with AMD. Yeah, I mean that's that's very much a possibility. And I'm really yeah. happy that AMD is getting a foothold to the laptop market as well. So it, yeah. if, if it's been way too long <laughs> that Intel's just been dominating both markets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's of certainly course. gonna. Yeah. Yeah, of course it's gonna make sense for AMD to mm -hmm. to push their own in, instead of the collaboration. Yeah. For a console dev, uh, like console makers. Mm -hmm. uh, that's true. As well. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess there was some sort of uh, patent reveal about a like a Sony. Switch thing recently, or did uh, I just see I think a it was or the, It was um, late last year, I think, uh, that Sony patented like a very Switch-like mm. um, device, I guess, uh, that had basically a cut-in-half, a DualShock controller, and a screen in the middle. Mm. So, awesome. it's basically a Sony Switch. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's that's really gonna be a, and same thing with like it wouldn't be you know completely unexpected for Microsoft to do something similar with like mm -hmm. cutting half Xbox controller with a surface yeah. in the middle, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> surface tablet. So 
we'll see. As long as it's like operating on the uh, Xbox OS and not Windows, because I think the Windows would just hamper it. No, pretty much at this point, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a win it's a Windows as well, kinda. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's sort of a Windows. Yeah. It's a Windows, Windows that boots to like an Xbox app that you cannot exit or something like that, from what I understand. Yeah, of course it would kind of make sense, at least from from Microsoft to have some sort of different device than an Xbox, because they just now, late last year, had the X version of the Xbox. Mm -hmm. And, well, it just doesn't make sense for me to have a new Xbox released on, on like half a year later or something. I, I don't think the customers would be really happy with that. <laughs> no. yeah, but I think also the target audience for a Switch competitor and the target audience for traditional Xbox are quite different. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that that's the point that it would make more yeah. sense to have a Switch-like console than a new, mm. new like uh, TV Xbox. Oh, we'll see. It's mm -hmm. interesting still. And uh, of course, the PlayStation rumors are running high mm -hmm. already. Yeah, there were some rumors that some people already got like PS5 dev kits or something like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, but who knows? I guess we'll know more soon-ish. Hopefully. Mm. Oh yeah, and Sony and PS5, of course, brings us to uh, CD Projekt again. And yeah, because they they said that um, Cyberpunk will be made for this gen and next gen, and CD Projekt will be uh, showcasing something at Sony conference, or at least the rumors say this. So mm -hmm. that that's like sort of giving us some hints that there might be something about this next gen. Mm, yeah, true. There. Actually, it would make kind of sense for Sony to now as Microsoft has revealed their X version yeah. mm -hmm. to like write that and to bring a new PlayStation 5 that comes out like next year or something I don't know because I think was there, there was some sort of uh, rumors that PlayStation 5 would release next year or something I don't know if maybe it was just rumors when was the PS4 Pro and the equivalent in Xbox land. When, when were they released? Wasn't it like last year? Xbox One X came out last year and the Pro the year before that, I think. Okay. Yeah, and the One X is a bit more, like bit different from, because uh, mm -hmm. the, the PlayStation Pro is just, you know, a PS4 with more, more power basically. But the Scorpio, the, the One X, the whatever, that's a bit different or a bit yeah. more different, I, I should say. Yeah, I think the Pro is just like an overclocked play PlayStation 4, but the X is has act, it's completely different um, components in the GPU and memory um, segments. The CPU, I think it's pretty, pretty much still the same. It's just been clocked a bit. Mm. Oh, uh... There was actually, I read today, there was some news about a new Sony patent uh, about um, backwards compatibility. And the first thought, of course, is that maybe they're bringing PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 to PlayStation 4. <laughs> but then the other thought is that maybe they're going with the PlayStation 5 
And since it's so close to the PlayStation Pro release, they will go for, okay, every PlayStation 4 game is uh, compatible and, and does the same thing as the Pro did, like upgrades everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, be, that's, yeah that, super... that's kind of likely. And, you know, of course, I, I really wish they would go the, the first, <laughs> they would take the first variant that you suggested. Then, you know, that, mm. that's, that, that's just fair and yeah. makes sense but i guess not from a business perspective and they've been super insistent that uh apparently that it like games really do utilize the pro and like add more visual fidelity and stuff like that so that option would make sense from that point of view that they really want people to do that so that they can then have a system where to show mm -hmm. that on top of the, the pro yeah because of course they also be... yeah. yeah no go ahead yeah because of course they also have history from uh, for the other point, they have history with backwards compatibility because I remember back in the day, my friend got a PS3 that had like, if I'm not remembering entirely wrong, it had both PS1 and PS2 hardware built in to the actual yeah. box. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then they like got it's those the out. First, first gen of PlayStation 3s. I have a, yeah. one of myself, the G 60 gigabytes uh, version that plays PlayStation 1 and 2 games. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And no wonder it cost like 700 euros when it came out. <laughs> it was super expensive and also pretty ridiculously powerful. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it would be smart from Sony to like go really big on the uh, backwards compatibility with PlayStation 5, <clears throat> since now the uh, mid-gen power-up consoles are seems to be a thing. So this would be sort of both. It's a, it's another half measure, but still it's a new console. So you mm. could play the PlayStation 4 games just as well as you would play them with a Pro, but still you get a new whole new selection of PlayStation 5 games as well. But then, then again also, one thing that's worth discussing is that uh, doing even like, you know, further backwards compatibility for the older systems, that would be very... Uh, like relevant because right now we're seeing sort of this retro gaming renaissance now of course it's mostly even older games than what were on the ps1 but also you know i guess the ps1 is on the tail end of what's kind of hip now so mm -hmm. so that would be other yeah. thing uh don't quote me on this but i think i read uh an article that said that people had been playing with the playstation 4 and the os uh like hacking it up a little bit and they have had unlocked an inbuilt playstation 2 um emulation i mean playstation what? playstation 2 emulation is pretty like works pretty well these days so i wouldn't be yeah. surprised yeah hmm. i mean this os is i think it's still based on linux and uh like with the playstation 3 and uh uh, if I recall correctly, they said in the article that it, it was a built-in feature and not something that the hackers added. Mm. I guess Sony just hasn't hasn't unlocked it yet. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe they never will. Who knows? Like maybe it was one of those things where it's relatively cheap to put in there, and you know, if they do want to do some sort of like mm -hmm. virtual console shenanigans or whatever, but then they were like, nah, let's not do that. But the feature was in already, so it's mm -hmm. there. Oh, no, actually, I think they use it for the uh, classic games that you can download from the PlayStation Store. I think they use that uh, emulation on those. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But, uh, but 
with the, what the hackers did was that they en enabled it to read from the disk, I think. Okay. So it's a more of a native way to do it, or? No, I, I guess but, it's but an emulator native. anyway, but it's just yeah, yeah, it, but it, it can only be used for the games that Sony wants you to play. Mm. Hmm. I'm s still wishing that someday we'll have a PlayStation unit that can play all of the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just, it doesn't make any sense that I have to keep my old uh, consoles just because I still love those games that they don't re-release. Yeah. Well, I mean, if let's the see PlayStation 5 is powerful enough and uses the same architecture as PlayStation 4, I guess it might be possible. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, only, the only difficult one would be the PlayStation 3 because it was yeah. architecturally so different. So I don't think there's a working emulator for 3 even as of now for PC, I don't know. But then again, somebody, so some guys got uh, Demon Souls working <laughs> on on a PC emulator. Okay. And I mean, if somebody can do it, it's that's it's probably gonna be Sony themselves. So. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. But yeah, well, we'll see. Interesting. So, what do you think, guys? Think that Nintendo is gonna unveil cardboard? Oh yeah, the <laughs> cardboard, more cardboard. cardboard. <laughs> Though that was actually, DLC. they said that that's only one of their uh, ways they are going to expand the Switch. And that was the child-friendly way of expanding on the Switch. Yeah, they're, they're so probably going to have... I wonder if they bring, bring like alcohol and tobacco extensions for <laughs> the adults. <laughs> no, I, I really think they're going to do something completely crazy. Because they seem to be going that like for that right now. They are really going for the whole outside-of-the-box thing. Like, they kind of really sort of seem to have found their stride after the Wii U because Wii was such like a massive hit and I don't even know they themselves really knew what to do with it back then <laughs> like they had the whole innovation like you had the motion control stuff like that and like it was an innovation but ultimately it didn't quite work out and then Wii U of course was a bit of a flop and now they're kind of like now they have a console where the gimmick is not really a gimmick and they really seem to I mean the whole cardboard thing like it seems scarily functional so to speak um <laughs> and that if that and i fully fully like expect them to have something equally crazy i mean because it would be even more crazy if that was the one crazy thing they had was fucking cardboard <laughs> i expect they have something else up their sleeves but it's gonna be like not traditional gamer related probably as the as the cardboard was well, I mean, there's a possibility that it's going to be like, because they're going, for example, heavy with, um, or, you know, they're going for indie stuff, stuff like that. So maybe they mm -hmm. have something along those lines, like some, you know, easier way to get your games there, uh, to the Switch or, or whatever, like that might be one of the things, but. Hmm. I'm that might actually be. No, 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 you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that actually might be something that they reveal on, on GDC or uh, because it's more related to developers. But yeah, also I'm sort of. That, now it's your turn. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's a turn-based game. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I'm sort of expecting Nintendo to unveil um, like a new version of Switch, like not a new new, but like uh, updated inter internal uh, memory. Like I watched this oh, yeah. one guy open up the switch and he said like yeah so this is the memory here it's like you can basically change it yourself if you want so it's really easy to change so i wouldn't 
be surprised if they come out with a, like a 64 gigabytes Nintendo yeah. Switch mm -hmm. or something like Switch this. Switch XL. That's another thing I've been speculating to my to myself that they will do what they did with the 3DS. They will come out with an XL of mm -hmm. Switch that will be like nine inch display, full HD, blah blah blah, a little bit of uh, extra power, and that's it. But that's that would be probably quite... going to take a few years. Yeah. But that would definitely not be unprecedented and that would definitely be something that they are at least considering. Mm -hmm. I remember reading somewhere that they've said that they're gonna support the Switch for like three or four more years mm -hmm. and no more than that. Um, of course, once again, like I don't have any real sources or anything and I might be talking complete bullshit as usual. But I remember reading this somewhere. Uh, but that also, of course, doesn't mean that it might just mean that this iteration of Switch, for example, because who knows, maybe they go for the model that seems to be now getting traction where you kind of like do, as we've discussed, like half generation consoles or whatever. Mm -hmm. They might do something like that with the Switch. Mm -hmm. What was the not, reason? Yeah. We, we, talk, we talked about this uh, at the office uh, once, but what, what was the reason that we're not getting a new Deus Ex game soon? Because Square didn't uh, like the sales numbers of uh, human, uh, no, no, Mankind Divided. Um, yeah, basically, it's because businessmen at Square Enix are massive cunts and they are <laughs> not happy with, um, that's to put it nicely, they are not happy with the filthy guy, gaijin games who don't pull in Japanese, Japan bucks. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's racist, but that's really the, the truth to it uh, because like, you know, it was the same thing with Tomb Raider too, stuff like that, mm -hmm. where they sold like millions of copies. And Square Enix was like, was like oh, we're disappointed with this, basically. And then they released Final Fantasy XV after fucking legit 15 years or something like that. <laughs> and, you know, massive budgets and they made a fucking anime and movies and everything. And super lukewarm reception. But they are still mm -hmm. not calling it failure. They are still not saying they're disappointed, stuff like that. So there's definitely a double standard there. And it really yeah. quite annoys me because, for example, the new Deus Ex games are like pretty legit, and the new Tomb Raider, mm -hmm. at least the first new Tomb Raider, was pretty legit stuff like that. But apparently, it's not good enough. Yeah, I still want my second half of the Mankind Divided. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just noticed that uh, Square Enix is working on the Avengers Square yep. Enix project, and they announced this a year ago. I had no idea, but I just read about this, yeah. and it could be that they are revealing something about this yeah and i the, mean yeah. i think they took the uh was it ados montreal that worked with uh deus ex they took that yeah. studio and now that is working with the avengers game with the crystal dynamics uh the tomb raider studio oh and of course i'd be quite surprised if we don't see i mean it's a po possibility but i I'd be surprised if we don't see some avengers stuff in the new kingdom hearts now that mm -hmm. disney has mm. rights to basically everything <laughs> and like, they're basically. gonna do i mean they're gonna do something like kingdom hearts you know and it's gonna be you know the number of it is gonna be like pi divided by inverse square root of two <laughs> and it's gonna add like star wars world and and, and marvel world and like it knowing the history of the series and considering that disney owns pretty much everything now like it might very well kingdom happen. hearts is a bit silly <laughs> Like, I mean, it could be really cool. Like, I, I quite mm -hmm. like the idea of Kingdom Hearts. It's just very weird in how they name their games. Mm -hmm. One thing I'd like to see from Capcom is the reveal of the Resident Evil 2 remake. Hmm. That's, that's one I would like 
that they, I would. Oh yeah, because they are either. working on that, right? They, they confirmed they're working on it, or. I'm not sure if they have. It's been floating around as a rumor, I guess. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with a new, uh, either Resident Evil 7, like a new longer DLC, or start teasing with a, with a new Resident Evil 8 or something. Mm. It was came a, it out was a last year or the year before? I think last year. It was a pretty good success, I think. Mm -hmm. and, it's yeah. and also also uh the creators of uh shadow of the colossus and last guardian and eco they uh they, they might also reveal something new because the well we can expect that game to be out like 2030 yeah exactly <laughs> it's gonna yeah, and even worse up. controls yeah. than now no no if you, if you <laughs> do like a chart you know where you like use the data points we have so far it's gonna come at considering that you know ico and, and shadow of colossus were like you know not that delayed and the mm -hmm. next one is gonna come out in 50 years and gonna be even more <laughs> disappointing well actually last guardian apparently wasn't necessarily disappointing but it wasn't you know like a massive cult classic it was, either so. it was a bit problematic i guess yeah yeah it, and the hype it's, was big yeah it, it, it was it wasn't quite maybe up to the hype i have to say that it's one of those games that you you have to love it or you can't like it at all it's uh we recently finished it and you know the the controls and the camera camera are just atrocious i I, it really like al almost made me like rage quit the game. Yeah. From what I've heard instances. is that it's very like they haven't really design wise, they haven't really done much changes since I go, so to speak. Like it's that's what you're gonna be getting. Like I've heard yeah, a lot of people complaining about uh, the monster creature, whatever thing that you, uh, Tricor, whatever it's called. Um, that mm -hmm. you know it acts like a real creature but then from a ux point of view it's actually really annoying because it might not obey and sometimes you're not sure if it's like the ai or if it's a bug exactly. or whatever yeah exactly that's that's exactly how it works and i i have to say that well uh, all those moments when you're wondering if if the if trico is responding to you or, or not and all those things they do add up to the experience without it it wouldn't feel the same but at the same time it's really <laughs> aggravating it and it's really it you're actually wasting time sometimes but it, but you know uh but that's a that's a thing in though, you're, now, you're now saying that you were wasting time playing a video game which like you know <laughs> by definition of our culture is kind of unless you are i guess a youtuber or something you're technically wasting time <laughs> But the game also has very, very bad FPS issues, and you know, technically, it's it's just a really clunky mess. But the, but there is still, when you get to some uh, some cutscene, there just some of them are just real tearjerkers, and you know, it, it's it's a highly emotional game that it's it's really worth playing. But be prepared to like just get mad <laughs> yeah it kind of lost me there because i don't really understand what you meant with uh fps issues on consoles <laughs> yeah, but there's never any fps issues <laughs> on consoles yeah yeah and that's why you buy one <laughs> yeah but yeah it's very i mean the, the cool thing is of course that those guys the team ico they do their own thing and we need more of that of course games in general yeah. need more of that so i shouldn't be mm -hmm. that rough on them or whatever but still like yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I mean, we can all agree that it has it has its problems, but there's a really nice features there as well. It's sort of like uh, Bethesda, I guess. Mm. <laughs> oh, could, could you even go as far as to say that it's it's sort of like Dark Souls, and then we have both <laughs> no, of the two right. ones covered that we're going to anyway? Damn it! I thought we survived this because there was a mention of uh, From Software and no mention of Dark Souls, but now <laughs> and even Demon Souls was mentioned. Yeah, it was mentioned. So. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, we didn't step on the Dark Souls mine yet. But okay, there Rip. we go. Oh, no, now it's done. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm looking at the list of uh, devs and publishers here, and Obsidian came to my uh, site. And what is actually Obsidian working on these these days? Uh, that's a very good question. They did the. Um they did the South Park, right? And then they did, or do I remember? They didn't. They, they didn't do. Not the, the not the new, new one, but the, the, the good one. Yeah. And then let's see what Pil actually. Uh, Pillars of Eternity two. Yeah. yeah. Is that out yet? That's. It's so no, sad. No uh, I think we may have discussed this before in one of our vlogs or whatever. But the thing we have that happened with CRPGs, basically, you know, Pillars mm -hmm. came out with massive hype. And then after that, it's just gradually less and less and less and less and less hype. And it's not even about quality. It's just that, you know, people sort of realize that, hey, maybe maybe we don't actually want this. Or maybe it's just that it's not the same same scale <laughs> as it was back, back in the day, those games. But I guess that would be a topic for a completely different show. Yeah. yeah. But it's not uh, released yet. It's supposed to be coming out on April 3rd. Okay. Well, there we go then. My questions were answered yeah let's yeah. see obsidian they're doing um it lists in wikipedia what... from 2012 to 2015 it says stick of truth pillars of eternity and financial troubles <laughs> those, were the, yeah. those were the things they did and now it's tyranny pathfinder and pillars of eternity so pathfinder. oh yeah so they're working on some licensed pathfinder game which hmm. might actually That's be really, really, really good because the biggest problem I had with Pillars of Eternity was that I don't really that much care about their own world, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm much more interested to see something like Baldur's Gate or whatever where somebody already has a rich world and then they get to, you know, kind of use it for stuff. So, but that doesn't even have a release date. Was there, I, I heard today at the office someone was talking about a new rule set for Pathfinder. I wonder if that's something they're working with. Yeah, mm. that's. They have released Pathfinder Adventures, which doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, and that's released. Sounds in like a mobile game. Yeah, it's apparently Win iOS and Android. So I guess yeah, that's some sort of. But yeah, now they're working on. Yeah, I think uh, Pathfinder got something like that. I s seem to remember hearing something like that too. Obsidian posted three months ago a list of uh, games here. It's like Neverwinter Nights 2, Alpha Protocol, New Vegas, uh, Dungeon Siege 3, South Park, Pillars of Eternity, Armored Warfare, Pathfinder Adventures, Tyranny, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, and then the three question marks. So I guess they're working on something completely new. Yeah, unless it's the Pathfinder thing, of course. Unless it's, yeah, true. Oh, hey, Pro Alpha Protocol 2 would be great. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It actually says here that uh, I think the Pathfinder one that's mentioned here is that tablet game, actually, oh, okay. so never mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that would so have been almost, almost too cool <laughs> that they actually got to make a real game. I, I actually have a, 
I, I have Alpha Protocol 1, but mm -hmm. I never got it to work because the CD key that it was included that didn't work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you it should. was... I, I actually, I think it was that the, the server never responded. Like, I couldn't get it to, like, uh, see if it works or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I never, never figured it out. But it's I still have the disk somewhere. I really like the game. I mean, it has the sort of obsidian uh, problems that many obsidian games have, like with glitches and bugginess. But this, uh, again, once again, it has also the, all the great things that obsidian does, like writing is, is just awesome. Uh, great mm. mechanics. Uh, and the I think the sort of espionage um, agent RPG style uh, is not very very often seen. Uh, mm. So I'm really hoping that Alpha Protocol Two would be something that happens at some point. Though I think the rights are with Sega, so unless those two cooperate once more, then no, there's actually I don't really a care. good name to mention because what the, what the fuck is Sega doing? That's, uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, apart Sonic from game? being ironic with their Sonic uh, Twitter account. Um, <laughs> Sonic Mania 2, maybe? Mm, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, but I mean, what are they doing other than Sonic, I think would be that. I'm, I'm, I'm Sonic. Sonic. For... <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for more alien, personally. Oh, yeah, there's actually... No, wait. Uh, they are not making an alien game. Uh, uh. These... The other there was, but there is a new alien game coming. Um, uh, with the Fox Next actually just purchased the studio that's been working on the new alien game. Hmm. I though I can't remember the name of the company. But there is a new um, alien game coming, and it's it's meant to be set in a persistent world. I think it's set. It's an alien battle royale. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everything oh, is gonna no. be a battle royale, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, I just I just noticed uh, Deep Silver being on the E3 list, and I checked, and their latest game seems to be Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so, so I'm just wondering <laughs> what the what could they be about to show? Maybe some uh, DLC for that or something. Yeah. Probably Dead Island Two, finally. Oh, that's their series, right? Mm -hmm. And they own, I think they own the um, rights for Saint Row, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And other Volition stuff as well. Yeah, I'm got, trying to figure out their um, Wikipedia page, but it's quite... <laughs> I guess it has to be Sega Development Studios. Because if I look for, for a list of Sega games, that's the list of games on Sega consoles, which of course is... Not very recent information. Um, mm -hmm. Newest stuff I can see. I think it's going to be this one. They have a game called uh, Soul Reverse coming out on 2018, apparently. But that's on like some arcade thing. Sega AM2. Which mm -hmm. is... It's... Ar arcade Machine 2, I guess. I, 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 yeah, I don't know, actually. It's founded 33 years ago. <laughs> I actually never really looked that much into Sega, so uh, I guess it's just a development studio. Could that be... Oh, no, no, it's arcade cabinets. It's arcade cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the newest thing I'm seeing. They are having like two arcade cabinets for this year. And outside of that, it doesn't list anything for this year. Their newest stuff is... There's like 
the Hatsune Miku Project Divas, which is like 2013-2014, then there's Seventh Dragon, Third Code, whatever that is, The World and Eclipse, whatever that is, then some more Hatsune Miku, VR Future Live, which sounds very, <laughs> very recent, that's 2016, and then Valkyria Revolution, 2017. Mm. Actually, but I might Sonic. be looking. Oh yeah, Sonic Forces, of course, <laughs> which of course yeah. was the pinnacle of quality. Actually, uh, that's that's something that we we haven't really touched on yet. The VR Sonic Forces. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> let's not touch let's, that. Let's not. But the the VR new VR headsets. Oh, that's, that's right. Personally, Ooh, yeah. I'm I'm waiting. We've, we've been having a lot of fun playing certain games uh, on on VR at the office. Recently, and I'm currently waiting for for new news for the second generation. Mm. I think mm. Vive, uh, like the HTC Vive, uh, or well, HTC, uh, announced their second um, Vive, which I guess is sort of the PlayStation Pro of VR headsets. It's nothing like it's just upscaling or upping the uh, resolution. And that's pretty much it. Uh, bringing audio in the headset as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. That's a, that's a good improvement, but still, I'm waiting for wireless. That's the biggest thing that can happen you can, for VR. You can already buy uh, wireless uh, adapters. They just cost as much as the VR headset itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the VR's biggest problem is still like price and convenience and the combination of the two, pretty much. Though it was interesting that um, the latest Steam uh, hardware survey showed that uh, Oculus had actually uh, surpassed HTC Vive. I guess really? the uh, Oculus's uh, sudden price drop worked. That mm-hmm. and then I guess the fact that they have, they were kind of like the first kids on the block, so to speak, they have the name recognition that would still mm. be relevant, I, I would assume. I'm not sure if it says anything about room scale versus uh, seated experiences, because I guess uh, Oculus is a little bit better with the seated experiences, whereas uh, HTC Vive is better with the room scale stuff. Yeah. But hard to say. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that, there, that there's going to be some some news related to those in the in the E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there might even be some like completely new, new competitors, so to speak, in the market or whatever. Like, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if something like that happens. Also, if we do get like new consoles, then it will be interesting to hear how they deal with VR, for example. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's not entirely impossible that Nintendo has something coming because, as we discussed earlier, they have something coming. Um, but I mean, at this point, if they do VR with the Switch, like, how the mm-hmm. fuck is that going to work? But then again, they did do cardboard, so... Yeah, yeah. Actu- actually, I've, I've watched some uh, people try out, like, uh, these third-party VR headsets that you can get for Switch. And it works otherwise really well but the resolution on the screen just kills the experience oh yeah but that's pretty much it mm, yeah, that's yeah. like saying you know i bought this really nice car it otherwise works really well but it doesn't have any wheels <laughs> like it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah there's i mean 
it's it's very much a possibility that they have some VR or AR. I mean, and that's the thing, dude. They have really good experiences with AR from Pokemon Go also. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll do some crazy AR thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And they've been trying their hands at mobile, mobile too outside of that. So Maybe they go with the, like, uh, what was it, like, Sega Saturn had those, like, uh, additional blocks that you could put into the console? Yeah, to like, yeah. Like, like cancerous blocks that you could put on the <laughs> console and it would just grow to a huge size. Maybe maybe Switch will get those. Or maybe they'll release whatever it is that's gonna make you and your friends play with the Switch on top of a rooftop at a party or something. Like that's hmm. they're gonna like drugs. release Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. I was gonna say like Nintendo brand party drugs <laughs> that are gonna make you think that it's a good idea to yeah, have a rooftop that's party the with the adult switch. version of the cardboard. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Like 3D printed. <laughs> Everything makes sense now. Yeah, it's gonna be 3D printed drugs or something. Yeah. We just cracked Nintendo's business uh, <laughs> strategy. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I'm reading on some other studios, and there is uh, Gearbox, and I have missed this before but it seems that there's an this is just a wikipedia knowledge this might be just a rumor but untitled duke nukem game and you know uh after forever uh, i'd like to see something on that front too but it's um uh, it's gearbox you know like gearbox's kind of thing at this point is that everybody hates everything they do apart from mm-hmm their memories of Borderlands 2 and maybe Borderlands 1. Outside mm-hmm. of that, like... They've been doing some... Well, Battleborn was... I mean, I guess the game was decent, but it just came out at a really bad time. Yeah, but that's the thing, too. Like, I'm not sure if it was decent, you know? Yeah, I, I heard something really nasty about it, too. Because the, the problem is that I think they just sort of caught lightning in a bottle with Borderlands and Borderlands 2. And they don't even themselves necessarily understand what all the, you know, things that made them as successful as they are were. So they're kind of, I mean, that's what it seems like from Battleborn, mm-hmm. for example. But who knows, maybe they just really went like, no, 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 you know, it's going to be a MOBA and it's going to compete with Overwatch. And like, mm-hmm. maybe all the good bits were there, but they were just basically ruined by all the bad bits. But Because they've Actually, also been not very well liked regarding how they handle monetization and regarding how they handle aliens, colonoscopy mm-hmm. marines and... and, and oh, God. Yeah. Actually, going back even further into Gearbox's history, I would love to see them make a new um, Brothers in Arms game. Oh, yeah, because they made those. That was yeah. a great series. I really like that. Uh, the mixture of FPS shooting and the tactical elements. I never played those games, so what, what's the tactical element like? So you can stop time and you get a, like a bird's eye view of the battlefield and you can command your uh, squad to like flank the enemy or set up an ambush and then you go back to the FPS gameplay and then you sort of see how your plans work. Oh, okay. Sounds cool. And they also have games like uh, the first uh, two expansions to Half-Life 1. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think they started uh, with those or yeah. those are at least the yeah. ones I'm aware mm-hmm. of. Yep. Talking about Half-Life, uh, <laughs> Valve. <laughs> All right. Are, do you think we're going to see the Dota, uh, what was it called, the card game? They um, Artifact or something some like that. Yeah, Artifact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, would expect there to be something. 
and they might also have something of their because they are they have like apparently a bunch of VR stuff in the works. I wouldn't be surprised to see something from one of those. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really that excited about anything that Valve does. Pretty much, I guess is the blunt way to put it. Yeah, I, Valve is um, like sort of co-developing the HTC Vive. I think mm. they are like very uh, deeply into the uh, development and production of those devices. I think mm. with the whole this theme VR mm -hmm. stuff uh, and that. Yeah. But um, I'm really not sure if Artifact. Well, I guess it has the Valve name, so it can do well. But whatever comes out of that, uh, I mean, it was. <laughs> booed when it uh, was shown yeah well the... i mean kind of understandably so because it's mm -hmm. like a well i mean who wanted who wanted it yeah is, is the I'm, question. I'm, I'm wondering if if we actually uh, or is there room for another card game at the moment mm. yeah i mean it's the craze is kind of like dying down a little bit mostly because i guess basically every single game in that genre failed to really really reach the Hearthstone numbers, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There are a bunch that are chugging along. I guess Shadow Wars has to be chugging along because Yoni keeps playing it. <laughs> and, um, and then, for example... He keeps playing Dynasty Warriors 9 as well. <laughs> well yeah, true. <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Um, but then there's, for example, recent there was Slay the Spire, but that's a different direction. And that's, of course, the direction Hearthstone pivoted to a little bit too with the whole Dungeon Run thing. So there might be some, like, card games that are not... There might be room for card games that are not collectible card games, for example, that might not have like a strong PvP component, but rather a PvE component that are more mm -hmm. board game or something like that. So maybe something like that there could be room for, but I'm not sure if like, from what I understand, Artifact is like basically Hearthstone, but with Dota, and I'm not sure Probably. if that really, really has mm -hmm. much hype. Hmm. Then there's also... Uh, Epic Games, who made Fortnite, and then now there's... <laughs> Did you say Fortnite? Fortnite. <laughs> Epic Games, yeah. famously known for the one game, Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, they're, they have a to-be-announced Unreal Tournament, mm -hmm. which I am, I'm always cheering for the old-school uh, games of that type. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind um, one more of those. Of course, the thing is that every single attempt that modern, you know, game like that seems to be doomed to fail due to lack of audience. But how's Quake doing? I mean, I guess it's doing. It's Quake is doing Sander. okay. Yeah, that's true. But it's not like a massive smash hit either. But then again, then again, it's I not even it's released the, fully yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true too. And I guess it's the Blizzard problem where whenever Blizzard makes a game in a genre, then all the other games don't matter anymore unless they pull the Blizzard numbers, which they're not gonna do because it's fucking Blizzard. So, like, it's gonna be compared to Overwatch because it's an FPS, and then oh, you know, it's not pulling Overwatch mm -hmm. numbers, so everybody must hate it. Yeah, yeah, but it's the connotation and the whole atmosphere and atmosphere in that game is so different. It, mm. I, I, I almost want to say that it caters to a different uh, demographic. I mean, it definitely does. Like that's mm -hmm. that's pretty much a given. I, I, I definitely agree. Mm. I guess Quake is doing a, a little bit better than Lawbreakers. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't take much. What is Lawbreakers? You don't even know what Lawbreakers no. is. No. Oh, God. No. That's, that's... Well, let's not talk about that then. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> it was Cliff Basinski's, um 
try like well <sighs> it's a tragic story yeah, pretty much <laughs> i'm just looking I, I mean i guess it's not even that tragic it was just like the game game was okay have you but... heard the tale of cliffy b the wise <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or the foul mouth. <laughs> well, I guess that would be a more apt descriptor. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, basically an arena, like a very fast-paced arena shooter, like very uh, high skill ceiling, and uh, well, it failed. Yeah, it, it <laughs> had like the okay. the aesthetic, the theme, everything around it was like twenty years too late, pretty much. Like it was trying to be like a you know nineties rad whatever shooter game, mm. and that audience okay. just doesn't really exist had a really great soundtrack though mm, the soundtrack is really good yeah so it's like one of those games that you don't have to buy but you can listen to the soundtrack and at least get something out of it hmm. was it actually a premium game or was it free to play i'm not even sure premium oh well i mean that ex also explains explains mm. a lot yeah but i guess we're kind of like drifting from genre and genre to and game game yeah. game to game at this point yeah. um yeah, well, there's a lot of a uh, lot of games mentioned, and mm. let's see what happens. So, uh, like like we said, um, GDC is coming up in less than two weeks, and I think maybe after that we can do a little like in between recap of what happened there, and mm. and then move forward. And then E3 is still a long time, uh, long time waiting, but anyway. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, because there's still a bunch of stuff like, you know, for example, we mentioned Epic, we could go from there to the whole Fortnite thing and what's going on in the Battle Royale genre and stuff like that. And as we kind of mentioned that a bunch of times, but then this would be, you know, a super long <laughs> podcast episode. So maybe that's that's topic for a different time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining me again and uh, thanks for listening and see you next time. See ya. See ya. Bye.